unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. And please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Ron and Scripted Show. I am your host, of course, Christopher Roush, your No Excuses Coach. And here on the Ron and Scripted Show, we teach you how to overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit by doing what? By being raw and unscripted and transparent and vulnerable and all those good things that all of you guys should be doing out there in radio land and video land. So thank you guys for being here every single Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, watching this on the video cast, or you could actually be listening to this on the audio podcast. We are on podcast, of course. We are wherever your favorite podcast is, Spotify, iTunes, Google, any place you find podcasts, you can find the Ron and Scripted Show. So we would love for you to take us with you and also share it out and let other people know about these conversations that we're having here because it's my intention, it's my desire every single week to bring you either a solo show with myself or one with a guest as we have tonight. And my intention every single week is to elevate your consciousness, to elevate your perspective about yourself, your self-love about yourself, your confidence about yourself, to be able to fly your freak flag and to get out there and to make this world a better place. That is my intention every single time that I come here, I do this live where I'm doing Clubhouse or whatever it is that I'm doing. My intention every single day is to build all up, build us all up so we have an opportunity to go out there, impact other people in the world today. And uh, so if you're joining us right now live, we've got Robert in the house. What's up, Robert? Thank you for being here. Um, so yeah, uh, just going to be, just going to be very transparent and honest with you guys, because I just said, that's what this show's about. Got Joe in the house. This is hello, everyone. Really looking forward to the show. Oh, it's going to be mind blowing. We're going to be mind blowing. We got Ray in the house. What's up? Ray says misfits for life. Appreciate you, brother. Um, so yeah, before I bring my guest on, I just want to kind of acknowledge what's going on in the world today. As of, uh, earlier today here in the United States, I know we're in several countries. So thank you very much for tuning in all over the world. Uh, here in the United States today, we experienced another mass shooting. We experienced, um, uh, at the last total, I just, I just checked. We experienced, uh, 18 deaths, 18 little ones have passed away at the hands of an active shooter here in Texas in, um, not here in Texas, I'm in California, but, uh, yeah, we have 18 kids and three adults dead at this particular moment in time. So first and foremost, my heart, my heart, and I'm going to try to do this without crying. My heart goes out to each and every one of you guys. Um, if, if you know people who are in Texas, please let them know that people care about them. Um, it's absolutely heartbreaking to think, you know, because I have a son, my son's five years old. He's actually going to be starting elementary school August 10th. And he's going to be going to elementary school. He's going to start kindergarten, of course. But the thought that these mass shootings are happening and they're, they're going to, they, they could potentially continue to happen. Absolutely breaks my heart. I can't even imagine what those parents are going through tonight. The faculty are going through tonight. The other kids are going to be experiencing in their lives. I just watched a little bit of the news and just found out that, uh, you know, it's just absolutely insane. When you think about how many different mass shootings we've already had here in the United States this year alone, you know, we got We got to be a part of the solution. We can't be a part of the problem anymore. We can't expect government or anybody else to do shit for us. We have to start helping each other out and making sure that we're holding other people accountable for their mental health and everything else, because we can't have this. This is the United States of America. This, this should not be happening in our backyard. And we all have a responsibility to play a part in healing ourselves and going out there and healing the world. So Thank you guys. Thank you guys for being here. I appreciate you guys. We got um, we got Susan in the house. Yes, it is a sad day. We got Mary Kane in the house. Thank you for being here. Um, yes, yes. Joe says so sad. Uh, my heart breaks for the families. Absolutely. You know, it's just it's just unconscionable. It's just absolutely unconscionable to think 
that this is still going on in the world today. And, you know, some of us are getting glazed over by it. We just had a shooting in Buffalo, New York. Ten people were innocently killed in a supermarket because of the color of their skin. I mean, what the fuck is that about? We got to do something. So thank you guys for, for being here. Thank you guys for being a part of the solution, not part of the problem. I appreciate you guys here. So uh, tonight's conversation, tonight's conversation is about intuition. I titled it um, Harnessing Your Intuition. And one of my dear friends is going to be a guest here on the show. And I think all of you guys know Jock. But if you don't pay attention, get something to take notes with, because this will be a powerful conversation, not only about intuition, but about life and your responsibility and your role in harnessing your greatness. So please welcome to the show, Mr. Jock Brokus. Jock, what's up, brother? Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to the show. Friend. Good evening. Good evening. Okay. So before we start, I want to do something. If everybody's listening out there, um, as you heard, Chris has uh, covered what, what has happened, what is a disaster. So I want to take a little moment, bow your heads in prayer, minute of silence, and I'm going to pray us into this. Uh, and if, I, if you don't mind that, Christopher. By all means, man. By okay. all means. We need okay, it. guys, if you can. Just take a deep breath in. Release your heart to those that need it tonight. Heavenly Father, Divine Spirit, we call upon our divine power of every one person that's here, every person that holds in their heart the love and the purity that exists in the world to shed the light on where darkness has reside. We ask for a special blessing to be placed upon the souls that departed from the terrible, terrible uh, shooting that occurred. We ask for a blessing to be placed upon the teachers, the families, everybody who's attached and everybody in the world that will feel this pain, every mother, every father, every teacher. We ask that your vibration and your light, your divine power by our divine authority may raise the spirits and the souls of the departed into loving angels' wings to be carried further into the world of spirit. We ask for the pain and the suffering to be released from those who are experiencing it now, not just the families that have lost their loved ones, but every single person that this tragedy has struck in their heart. We ask to bring peace and love understanding, compassion, and above all, divine grace, that we may make the right choices to make this world a safer place. Because at the end of the day, we do not own it. We are merely stewards in it. Heavenly Father, we ask for a blessing on every single one of us this evening, that every prayer that we release from our hearts this evening goes to all of the families we are feeling pain and suffering right now. In your name, Father, which is love everlasting. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jock. It was beautiful. It was definitely needed and appreciated. So welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show, my brother, for I think your second go around. We've done a couple of special shows. So thank yes. you for being here. I know it's Absolutely. 10 o'clock at night there in uh, in uh, in Carolina, North Carolina, right? North Carolina, yeah. and, North and Carolina. I actually, as I said to you earlier today, I said I might have to do this in my car in the garage with my, with my iPhone, but we're all right, we're good. We're good. I, we're good. I, I spread out the brandy and, and got, the girls are watching a film, so we're good. 
<laughs> good man. Good man. Uh, well, I appreciate you being here. I know you got a lot on your plate and everything. We got all sorts of people in here saying, hello, Jock. Hello, Jock. Thank you, Jock. Amen, Jock. Hi, Jock. Um, so yeah, so, um, let's just, let's just kind of talk about this for a second, just to, mm. just to kind of help everybody process through this. Mm. And what is it for you that, you know, when situations like this happen, what is your first instinctual desire to want to tell people aside from what we just did? What is, what is your desire to tell people to get us through these times, but more importantly for us to take responsibility for our own mental health and our own lives? The first thing I always tell people is to turn to their inner guidance within them because these tragedies can, whilst we cannot control people, we can connect to a higher power to be guided so that we do not run into these problems. And, and you know, I've exemplified that in my writings and things of the past, which is why I wrote uh, Powers of the Sixth Sense. Um, we, we have an inbuilt ability we have a guidebook you know you come you come to a new country or wherever you come from you, you don't get a guidebook on how to live there you, you don't get a guidebook on on you know how to be in america or how to be in scotland or anything you 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 learn it through trial and error but here's the thing you know god in his infinite wisdom whatever you believe in spirit or anything already gave you a guidebook a guidebook that's within you and it's the guidebook that will guide you through life and if you learn to read it properly and understand its language, not only can it save you from tragedies like this and tragedies like 9-11 and other tragedies in the world, but it can keep you attuned and closer to the reality of who you are and, and make sure that the bridge that is connected to the other side is not broken or fallen down. Mm. That's what I would that? want everybody to do. So how do we do that as far as the bridge part? How do we make sure that that bridge isn't broken? What is it that we look for? Well, you see, here's the thing, you know, when we come into this world, we are so close, we are so close to spirit, we're so close to the other side, but the material world gets into our lives and perceptions and expectations start to take over and govern exactly who we are. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like our memories are then scrubbed and we forget who we are. And then so the struggle then becomes real because you're struggling in a, in a world full of other people's perceptions and expectations. And because we forget who we are, the journey is to try and remember. The journey is to try and remember that we are spirit having a human experience. We are not human having a spirit experience. Right. And that we are so much greater than the sum total of our physiological and biological makeup. So true. So true. We got Scott Goyan in the house. What's up? He says, hi, superstars. We got Scotty Katie. Boy. I got a chance to, I got a chat, chance to talk to Katie and, and talk to her this morning. She said, I'm so excited for this conversation. I told her about you. You know, that's, I mean, it's so important, Jock, to, to sit there and to, to, to be, to believe in connection. You talk a lot about connection. You talk about mm -hmm. self-imposed suffering. How yeah. is it that we can actually open that that line of connection to ourselves because I find so many people are disconnected from who they are. They're trying to be, like you said, about the expectations and the perceptions and everything else. They're trying to fulfill everybody else's needs and desires and wants. And then they, then they, then they satisfy their own. I was guilty of that. How do we open that connection with ourselves sooner than later um, to be able to have that without having the catastrophic outcomes that usually inspire those shifts? If that made sense. Have you ever looking at, have you ever looking? 
and I'm not even <laughs> drinking. Right. Have take, you ever <laughs> take two, take twelve. Have you ever looked deeply into a rose? Have I? Yeah. Or anybody. Deep deeply looked into Look a rose. Into the rose. Smelled Look it. Look at how perfect it is. Look at how the shapes, the pattern, the beauty of it, how it comes around, how the colours are there, how you feel when you hold it. Look into a rose and you can only you can only see divine connection. Because that is intelligence. That is divine spiritual intelligence in action. That is divine law in action. You cannot look at a rose and think that shit is ugly. It's impossible. And if you do, you're spawned from Satan's loins. That's just my <laughs> thing. So, can I quote it, you on that? Spawn yeah, from you, Satan's loins. Yes, you can. I'm going to make a hat out of that. You can quote that. But the reality is, is there is so much beauty in the world that we miss because we don't know how to actually witness it or see it. There's mm. so much beauty in a person that often what we see is what's perceived with our eyes and we don't see what is beyond their eyes. We don't see what is beyond them and inside of them because we're only ever looking at the surface level in the material world. And so many people wake up in the morning and they don't even hear nature. I asked this this morning, and you know, a person that I, I was helping this morning, I said, you know, how do you get up in the morning? And she said, I wake up, I look at my watch, it's time to get up, I go make my tea. That's it. I said, and then your mind starts. Then you start to get worried. The difference is, is you've got a choice. You can either awaken and rise, or you can either just get up. There's mm -hmm. a difference. And when you awaken and rise, you start the whole process of connecting with spirit from the very moment that you take that breath in the morning to awaken yourself up to life. But we don't. And so we miss what the rose looks like. We do not see the beauty and the wonder and the divine makeup of what Mother Nature has managed to accomplish under divine law. Mm. We miss it. It's true. Because we're always looking for the, the the validation. We're always looking for the ego. We're always looking for the next thing that we think is going to make us happy. But then ultimately, as you get older in life, you start recognizing that things don't make you happy. Moments and experiences make you happy. Moments and I love what you yeah. and, and I love that you brought that up, Jock, because 10 years ago, I would have went, no way. But actually, less than 10 years ago, I did something. I was at a part of a, a mastermind group. And the lady, I thought she was batshit crazy, but she wanted us all in this conference room to walk around and just to touch things, to close our eyes and to touch things and experience those with our sensations and i was like what the fuck you want me to she's like oh there's carpet on the wall go up and feel the carpet and just really feel it and i was like all right i picked the wrong fucking class to come to <laughs> 10 minutes into it 10 minutes into it i was amazed at how still my mind was yeah. and how much i was just focused on those things and it really kind of blew my mind and it made me pay attention so now i've been out with my tree hugger friends and like oh dude hug a tree like feel the bark <laughs> on the tree you like really experience that tree don't just look at it and go oh it's a tree but like really experience yeah. things and you know back in the day when i was younger i would have said that's that's crazy but now i'm so into that stuff because we do get convoluted by the perceptions and the expectations, our identities of who we yeah. think we should be in order to be quote unquote successful. But ultimately it's really just about reconnecting with ourself and really identifying what this soul's journey is really about. Is that what you're trying to say? 
Absolutely. And the thing is, is once you connect, you can discern when there is an imbalance. And that imbalance is those subtle nuances, those subtle wavelengths that don't quite match up vibrationally with what you're what you're living in. And so then that that is an that's an inclination. That's your sixth sense, that's your intuition. Because when it's distorted energy, when it's a distorted imbalance that is against you on on all magnetic levels, then you're going to feel something's wrong. But you cannot feel that in your intuition until you really begin to learn who you are and you really begin to learn to be connected. One day when you look at that rose and you see nothing but a miracle, and, and I'll have a caveat there, ladies and gentlemen, I don't believe in miracles. Right? I don't believe in miracles at all. The reality is, is that miracles are just God's, God's love in action. They are a natural action of divine law in operation. So what we see and perceive as a miracle, it's just natural. Mm. Natural action, natural God's love, natural divine law. So when we start to maybe comprehend that we don't need to believe in miracles, we just need to have faith in who we are and faith in a divine power, then it's easier for us to discern when that wavelength is telling us something is not right or when that wavelength is telling us, or that vibration, sorry, is what I like to see, that vibration is telling us that's not right, or that's right, how it feels. We are a, we, we are a species built on emotion. True. We live by emotion. Everything that we experience is not experienced externally, it's experienced internally. Mm-hmm. Amen. We see things because it's inside of us. In our physical, in our eyes, we take the light in, it shines on our retina, our fovea, at the back of it, it creates imagery. The imagery is created and the brain activates, the image is then created in the mind. And that is the gateway and thoughts are things and everything that exists beyond your perception now is based on thought. And Whether intuition it's true or not, is a right? higher level of thought. And then there's then there's a question as far as the thought goes, whether how true it really is, because our mind will make up a truth about something that really isn't true. That's what I've, I've been reading in the, the Body Keeps Score book. I mean, it talks about that. The fact that what is the real truth, because we tell ourselves stories to support our, our victimhood. It does. And so but then when you when you tune in, when you actually utilize your intuition and you actually learn to discern, then it's easier to tell truth from lie. True. Because truth is only constant. The perception of truth is what's manipulated by man. Yes. Man manipulates the truth based on perception and expectation. But the truth, the real underlying truth, cannot be manipulated. Because it yeah. is constant. It's true. It's so true. Okay, so we've been talking about intuition, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? We got Tara in the house. She says, my favorite peeps. What's up, Tara? She's 100% completely agrees. Love you. We got Joe uh, saying, absolutely. Uh, thank you guys for being here. So talking about intuition, mm. when I was thinking about this conversation tonight, I was thinking, okay, sixth sense, gut mm -hmm. instinct, um, all these different people. things. What, so what is, what does intuition mean to you and help us discover more of how it can mean to us? Right, so a lot of people misread what intuition is, right? Yeah. Intuition, they think, oh, it's psychic ability. I can read tarot or I can do this or I, I can see signs around me or I have a psychic ability. Mm 
you got to remember that psychic, psych is Latin. It means of the soul, okay? It means, and our intuition is, is, is a spiritual gift that is, that is within everyone. It is, we, we cannot live without, like, we cannot live without the breath. We cannot live without our intuition either. We just, half of us don't, well, most of us don't even know how to use it. And the reality is, is that what most people think is intuition, there's a difference between intuiting and psychic ability or mediumship. Okay. Tell right? us about the difference. So your intuition is something that is there to get. So let, let's do it this way. Your intuition is like a compass that will guide you on the right path if you know how to read a compass. Psychic ability is your ability to read energy and discern energy and create a story based on that energy. That's the difference. We can, we need two of them together. We can use psychic ability and intuition together, but the reality is, is there not everybody, not everybody is and a lot of people will disagree with me with this. Not everybody is inherently psychic. What right. I would say is, every single person is inherently intuitive because that intuitive is an is is a gift that is within everyone it is a gift that, that it was a gift i mean it's, it's part of our makeup it's who we are it's part of it's the ignited divine seed that exists within us that we can utilize that power it's a power that exists within us psychic ability we can learn we can learn it we can learn it through theory but doesn't always mean that you're going to be a good psychic because you learn it through theory. Because like someone who sings or someone who plays the piano, you and I can sit down and play away chopsticks, but we're never going to play Beethoven's Ninth. But Beethoven did right. because he was born for it because that was his destiny. So some people are born with a, with, with some people have more capacity to use their psychic ability and their intuition together, whereas other people will have more of an ability just to have to use their intuition through their life. And then you've got the other side of the spectrum where then you've got people who are mediumistic, who are able to sufficiently raise their vibration to be able to connect with discarnate beings on the other side and discern intelligent information that can be verified intelligently. Yeah, so, not for, at that point yet. so for me, intuition and psychic ability has a relationship, but they're two very different things, like divine laws, sub laws. Every one of those laws have to work in relationship to another to make the whole divine law of operating divine law work. Karma doesn't operate without the law of responsibility, kindness, forgiveness, compassion. All of these things of a relationship. So for me, psychic ability and intuition is a relationship, but each one of them is different in their expression. Yes, I love that. I love that. We got uh, we got some amazing people in the house. We got uh, Tara saying here. She goes, "We have codes, and when we align with the right frequency, boom." Yes, yes, yes. We got the dot connector here. It says, "Hi, Jock. It's Christine from Alignable. Thank you for being here, Christine. Appreciate Hello, you." Hello, Christine. 
Uh, Tara says, yes, buried, buried underneath the conditioning. Absolutely. We got Ron in the house. This is two heavy hitting, brilliant minds here. Hi, Chris. Hello, Jock, <laughs> my brothers. Thank you, Ron, for being here. I appreciate you. Uh, Tara saying so good, Jock. And I know, I know she's one of your biggest fans. We got Lee in the house as well. Pretty soon guys, we're going to actually have a conversation with Tara, myself, Lee and Jock. Ooh, that's gonna be a powerful one. So we got yeah. Don't don't got, bring a notepad. Bring an A4 folder. Yes, seriously, seriously. <laughs> we got Serena in the house. Serena, what's up? Thank you for being here, doll. I appreciate you. Um, so in thinking about you know intuition, what happens? You know, for me, I think about my own journey with intuition and and mm -hmm. trusting that gut instinct versus mm -hmm. trusting the monkey mind. Talk to us about what for people who aren't aware of this conversation. Talk to us about the difference <laughs> between the monkey mind and the intuition because. The second part of that question is, what happens if we ignore our intuition? Well, if, if you ignore the intuition, karma's going to take a massive role in your life, and then you're going to have to go through the lesson again. Mm, let's, let's talk about that. Where does that happen in your life? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, loads of times. I used to be intimately acquainted with Lady Karma. No, yeah. no, no, we're, no, we're related. Um, so here's the thing. Let me give an example. Many years ago, many years ago in Scotland, I taught a course to an oil company. It was based on the sixth sense, right? And in fact, I actually have wrote about this in, in the powers of the sixth sense. And it was based on the fact that a young woman had walk, walked through a park. And through that park, she eventually, well, you can imagine what happened, and she lost her life, okay? Now, when we are connected to ourselves and we are connected to the divine power without religion, without expectations, without conditioning, dogma, just as the seed that exists, right? Then we are going to be warned. Our intuition, our compass is not going to guide us into that danger it's going to give us the signs that we need to recognize to be able to make the right choice people that are not connected to themselves miss the signs and then they often make the wrong choice and then they pay dearly with it yeah let's go back ladies and gentlemen let's go back to the terrible day in 9 11 which is the reason why I wrote the book. So many people had intuited a change, a vibration. They, they, they could feel a distortion in what wasn't right within them. And they never acted. They never went to work that day. Yeah, I've heard many stories like that. And they survived because it wasn't their time. And at the same time, too, we also had spirit that would intervene and all of a sudden keys would disappear where you left them and they would they would not be there but then there was other people who maybe didn't have a spiritual understanding they could have a religious understanding not necessarily a spiritual connection religion and it's two different things yeah and because they don't have that connection they miss the guideposts and they don't know how to read the compass. And then they go into turbulent waters. Mm -hmm. And then the boat sinks. Yep. The reality is 
we are the sum total of our choices and karma people think about karma as something negative you say karma and you talk about karma in a way oh my that's bad you know lady karma is intimately acquainted i i laugh at that but the reality is is karma is how we actually operate in the universe without karma we don't exist the golden rule baby the reality is there is only one divine law and it's the divine law of balance not love what everybody thinks is love no it's not because if there was perfect harmony we wouldn't know the difference between good and evil there would be a we constant need that yin and yang, stillness. Right? We, need we need it to that. learn. We yeah. need it to experience. That's what you've been teaching me. Yeah, we, we are in a world that's experiential and the experiences are the sum total. We, we, we start to experience things that teach us, helps us, not so much teach us, but will help us to develop, help us to express and learn how to express who we are as divine beings. Think about it, you know, I'm Jock, John, whatever, you, you know, you're Chris. That's just a vibration. It is an attachment to a label that's been given to us in the material world. When we go over there, are we going to be known as John, Chris, Bob, or Kevin, or Tara, or Karen? No. Because we are part of a divine energy. We are part of the animating force that exists in everything. And so when we comprehend that and we understand that, our psychic abilities and our intuition work in hand in hand to be able to help us to make the right choices, help us to see the signs, to recognize the signs of the soul. See, a lot of people are looking for signs constantly, but they don't know, they don't know what the language of the soul is to actually recognize or discern the signs. So talk to us about that. Talk to us about the signs because I often think, and I wonder in my head, is this a sign or is this just my wanting it to be a sign? You yes, know what I'm saying? Yes. That's 90, one of my questions for you. Is, 95, is about, yeah. Go ahead. 95 to 99% of it is wanting to be a sign and it's not a sign from the divine. Because when you get a sign from a divine, it will hit you like you have never been hit before. I'll give you an example. Um, a lot of people will say, for instance, um, let me see. Angels, angel feathers, they fall about you, right? I was out on the road one day and I saw this. I was thinking about this and I was asking for a sign and this feather dropped down. And that was a sign from a guardian angel. Let's be scientific about that. A bird flew over and it dropped. Simple, <laughs> right? Or, or it was there. A sign is something that is going to be out of the realm, a real out of the realm of possibility that it couldn't have come from anywhere else but a divine intervention so do you have examples of those in your life where something like I will. oh shit wow yeah. i i did ask for it i did ask ask for a sign and um i was teaching a, a little a little workshop and there was nothing there and i had a camera bag and camera bag was empty and the video was up and everything else and i was then told and go back to the bag there's a sign for you and in the bag was a feather. You were told by somebody or you were told intuitively in your brain? I was like, told by spirit on the other side. Gotcha. Go back to the bag. There's a sign for you. This was witnessed. There was nothing there. In fact, other people that had set up the cameras didn't see anything. I went back to the bag and I got a feather. The feather, I can go and put my hand on it now, was leather. The feather was leather? was leather. The feather. It was a leather feather. 
about that size. I've never seen a leather feather in my life. And it was blue. And I, I have it to this day. Wow. That's a kind of sign that... That's a big sign. Hits you in the face. That's more than a butterfly flying around going, Mom, is that you? Right, yeah. And so, and here's the other thing where I would say, people will say, yes, we can have signs from animals, but there has to be something unusual about it. There has to be something that connects the dots. There has to be a story connected mm -hmm. to it. I saw a beautiful story of a woman who'd lost her husband and he loved cardinals. And it wasn't just that they saw a cardinal in, in the tree. The woman sat on a chair and the cardinal flew onto her and flew around her and sat on her and sat on her shoulder and sat on her head. And sat, that's kind of more of a sign than just recognizing. Wow. I'll give you another example of a community that I've been teaching in recently, a grief community. And um, I was doing a sitting with a lady and the husband had said, I'm going to send you a sign. And the sign was a white ball, a white, and she never, she, I, I, I thought, you know, white ball is going to be like a baseball or something. And there was nothing there. And she came in from her home and there was, right in the middle of the floor in the living room was a billiard ball that was that was sitting there i'll give you another example let me guess there's no pool table in the house there's a i don't know probably i don't there could be i'm not sure it was right in the middle of the floor but i'll give you another example which is many many years ago in scotland um I was I was given a, a sitting to a woman and I said, you know, your your husband is, is going to send you a sign and it'll be a sign of a butterfly. I says, now, don't be attached because I'm very scientific. Don't, looking for signs, don't just think every sign's a butterfly. Right. She wrote to me two years later and she said, she contacted my mother actually and my mother and I had, a, we've had a bit of a, she used to try and set me up. She, she was very religious and kind of, didn't take to this side of my my life at one point, you know. And she had said, uh, I got in touch with your son, I got in touch with your son. She wrote to me then two years later, and here's the story of the butterfly. The butterfly manifested so strange. Someone contacted her, someone came to her door out of the blue that she hadn't seen for 20 years that wow. had looked her up and said, I brought you a gift. And it was a butterfly brooch. She said, I just thought I had to come and see you and connect with you again. And I want to give you this as a gift. And it was a butterfly brooch. She got her sign. So that person had to have listened to their intuition yeah. in order to go, hey, you need to go buy this butterfly brooch and take it to this person you haven't seen in 20 when, years. Exactly. So when right? so when we when we're attuned and we become more spiritual or we we raise our vibrations, we are able to feel the impulses and the guidance from a higher benevolent power. Okay, so how do we raise our vibration? Because I think everybody wants to know that. I think everybody wants to know how to connect with Don't their intuition. Don't watch the freaking news. Don't All watch right, the no. news. Fuck's sake. Jesus Christ. If you guys didn't see the beginning of the show, I talked about what happened in uh, in Texas today. So, so you guys want to go back and check that out. But yeah, how do we how do we raise that vibration, especially in a world that feels like it's closing in on us? Watch what you think. Watch what you say. Watch what you express. Simple. Live a clean life. What comes out of your mind can manifest.
what comes out of your mouth can hurt and what you express can either make or break. So the reality to raise our vibrations is not about being fluffy, saying prayers regularly, sitting in meditation. It's about accepting who you are, seeing the miracle in life, seeing the miracle in a child, see the miracle in the rose as a natural byproduct of divine law in operation. Watch what's in your mind negatively. Express everything with love and gratitude and try and be, uh, catch yourself, become aware of being aware. Yes. Don't just settle for general awareness that I'm in this moment. The, the, the biggest lie we tell ourselves is that we have to get into the present moment. Yeah. You are the present moment. The sooner you realize that you are the present moment, then you don't need to get to a destination that you think exists separately outside of yourself. That's exactly what I've been learning over the last three years. Big time right there, ladies and gentlemen. Why, why are we telling people, you want to raise your intuition, be mindful, let's go to the present moment, be in the present moment. Why not just you know be aware that you are the present moment and immediately be there? It's not a destination. How do we do do that, Jock? How do we how do we be present in the moment, but also be aware and prepared for what potentially we need to protect our families and ourselves for? Because that's what I'm struggling with now. Is like I'm like, oh, everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. Just be in the moment. Just be in the moment. But part of me is like wondering, like, should I be doing more? Will I regret this later? Like trying to just be in the moment versus being prepared. You're you're caught up with everybody's caught up with this. Let's be in the moment. Let's be in the present. Let's enjoy the present. Why just not be? Why not just say in your mind, I exist, therefore I am. Why? You got to turn off all the noise that's going on in your brain. So how do you do that? Well, for instance, that well here's, here's an example of it, right? You said at the beginning, you should want to know how to discern, but you know, the monkey mind and everything else, right? Yeah. Well, wouldn't it be better if you just allowed, let's see the monkey mind, they say the monkey mind is monkey like a tree swinging in the trees and the trees and it, and it, and it, it gets you all flustered and everything else. Well, the way to deal with it is to accept it and enjoy watching the friggin' monkey because eventually the monkey will be quiet because it will tire itself out. So why cause yourself suffering by putting a label on the monkey mind, by putting a label on the present moment? Why not just learn to be, accept that you're a divine being and accept that you have a power that you can ignite within you and stop fighting with perception and expectation of yourself. That's how we can learn to discern. And here's the thing, guys, I, I'm still learning. Been doing it for a very, very, very long time, but every day I learn more. Every day I'm growing. I was just telling somebody today. And when I fall, I get back up. And if I trip, I wonder how stupid I was to trip in the first place. But I don't beat myself up. I don't put myself in a prison in my own mind because I want to learn to go through life and listen and recognize and discern the signs that I'm being sent. And the signs are not always just for me because sometimes when we listen to the signs, we could be a big impact in somebody else's life. Intuition is not just psychic ability. Intuition is learning to live in harmony with everything and everyone. 
Well, think wow. about how you and I are connected. There must yeah. have been some sort of intuition there. Like you just showed up at Clubhouse. You showed up in one of my rooms one time. And I was like, man, this guy sounds cool. And now here we are, best buddies. That's true, actually. Yeah, I don't even, I can't even remember how that all came to be. That's the thing. I, I can't even remember mm -hmm. how, how it all came to be. It just, it, it just, we just let it happen. We let it naturally. unfold. Right. So, so but I want people, I want people though to learn, you know, not to be fluffy about it, but to learn that when they have that divine connection and they start to work on their intuition, forget the tarot cards, the crystals and everything else, but they work on who they are. It could be the difference between life and death. It could be the difference between success and failure. And it could be the difference between saving someone's life and missing the sign that could have saved their life. Your intuition is not just for you. Your intuition is there to be in service to humanity in a greater way. I agree. So don't think about it as just being something for you to guide you. Yes, it is a compass. Yes, it is a guidepost. But my God, can it serve other people in a greater way? Can it ignite greatness in someone else? And can it save someone's life because you just intuited the message that was given to you instead of missing the signs? So I have something for you. Thank you for saying that. Actually, let me grab some of these comments. Take a drink. Take a moment for you if you want. Um, you guys are all amazing out there. You got what? You got the old wee dram? Wee dram? Yeah. Just for you guys at, at home, Scott and I are, uh, Scott and I, uh, Jock and I will message each other like when we're drinking, like, oh, having a wee dram, you know, having a Jack Daniels or something <laughs> like that. We try to instigate each other to go get fucked up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but we got, we got Joe in here saying, hey, man, we got Will in the house. What's up, Will? I'm glad you're here. He says, it's a practice, not a destination. Absolutely. Uh, Tara saying here, she goes by expecting the monkey to calm down, uh, calm the fuck down. LOL. Let it be. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna we're, 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 we're gonna find out how to let it be. We got Andrew in the house. What's up, Andrew? Thank you for being here. He goes, your monkeys, your circus, absolutely, and enjoy watching talking, the circus. Yeah, what you were talking about, I've learned from Michael Singer from the Untethered Soul and the Surrender Experiment, which I've talked to you about, is the fact he talks about being in the seat of the observer when those things are going on. So, like mm -hmm. most of the times, we think our thoughts are us, but actually, he's saying take a step back and look and go. Wow, that's really interesting. And I actually did that today. I had a weird thought pop into my head and I was just like, it was negative and it was kind of like self-defeating. And I was like, well, that was really interesting. And I went back to doing what I was doing. I actually practiced it and it, it just went away. It just, it was like, what the, that's crazy. Um, we got Reynata in the house. She was actually just recently here, a guest on the Raw and Inscripted show. She says, Jock, what about the monkey mind caused by trauma? It won't disappear until we neutralize emotions. Just my belief. What do you think about that? Thank you for Renata for that. For that no, absolutely. Look, look, there's a bit of a truth in it, but the reality is, is that the monkey mind is also created by ourselves, yeah. right? Even even trauma. The thing is that when we go through trauma, we come to a point. The trauma can teach us. Trauma can also be the greatest teacher for us. It can be the greatest instigator of actually learning to live. Let's just talk about our brother from another mother, Walt McKinley. Yeah. Some people, and you have a choice, even in trauma, even in the powers of the sixth sense. I talk about people who have been abused. They're in a circle of abuse, a cycle of abuse, a circle of abuse. What do they do? The only way to get out of it is to create a new circle. Even if your cause, even if trauma has caused the monkey mind, you're still caught up in the face of that trauma and you still have a fear of the monkey mind. You still have a fear of the trauma. True. Take a step back, become the observer 
and watch it because you will see things that are hidden within the trauma that can be your greatest teacher. Trauma is how we perceive it can be the greatest teacher for us. But the thing is, is we have labeled trauma as something that is terrible. We have mm-hmm. labeled trauma as something we can't, we, we have, we can't deal with. Well, the reality we can. Walt McKinley's dealt with it. Amazing. Wrote a book about it. His trauma served the world in a greater purpose. Yes, sir. So people who have a monkey mind because of trauma have the same choices as we have. And a lot of people go through trauma that have never even been become aware of it. It's still the same thing. Watch the monkey and don't be attached to what the monkey's doing. Connect with the divine source. In Walt's book, he talks about, he, 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 he had his intuition. He was feeling he was getting stirred. He felt that there was, there was a spiritual force behind him. He was traumatized by the monkey. He was traumatized by the wolf, by the mm-hmm. mask. That's his monkey. What did he do? He became an observer. And then he saw it from an observer's point of view. And then he realized that he didn't need to fear the monkey or the mask. Because all it was, was a monkey in a mask. And that he had the power to change. Yes. And every single person that has been touched by trauma has the same power that we have to step back, be an observer, and watch the monkey. Not and as a thank- participant. Yeah. As an observer. I love it. I love it. I hope, Renata, that answered your question. Thank you for, for asking that. And I love that answer, definitely. And, and the shout out to Walt. Monsters in my house. Go check it out. I got Anya in the house. She says, this is so tasty. What's up, Anya? Thank you for joining us from on the other side of the coast. We got Andrew in the house. He says, good book, Curious George. We are our own monkeys. I think I've heard of that one. I think I've heard of that one. We got Mr. Mark Gasser from Peachtree, Georgia in the house. He says, it's not about standing still and becoming safe. If anybody wants to keep creating, they have to be about change. Miles Davis. Love that. Love that. We got... We got uh, the dot connector. I think it's Christine. I'm, I'm trying to remember. Uh, yes, yes, and the knowing that comes with it. Absolutely, be in service to others. That's one of the biggest things I've learned. As you know, to calm my monkey mind, my monkey mind is to be in service to others. Uh, Mark Gasser says also Robert Broker. Robert was letting go in Tokyo. I must have missed that part. Um, <laughs> Tara saying here, hi Renata. My trauma changes the moment uh, I change exactly. its label and perception. The monkey died along with the story. We are the creator. Same choice, exactly what I said, same choice. It doesn't matter what the trauma is. You can change it by by seeing it for what and not being frightened of it. Exactly. Trauma is what unlocked the greatness within. It's the same with Walt. The problem is as well, and and the other thing, Renata, is some people loves the love the trauma. Some people get so comfortable in the trauma that they can't exist without it. Safety and certainty. But they have the same choice as we do. Yeah. And at some point. Every single one of us has experienced some part of trauma in our life. It just doesn't connect with us as much as others. And we haven't maybe experienced it in the same way as others, but we have the same choices. True, true, true. 
God, we're, we're, we're coming up on an hour. So I got some other questions for you. Um, thank you guys all for being here. Appreciate you guys for being here. And if you're digging this conversation, please share this out, share it on your social media, let people know what it is that you're getting out of the conversation. Let people know that they can come listen to this and gain some insights and gain some growth, because that's what I said at the beginning of the show. If you didn't catch the beginning of the show, go back and watch it. I said, we got to take responsibility for lifting one another up. And one of the ways we could do that is by sharing this out and getting people to listen to this and to become connected to themselves and, and have more self-love and everything else that comes along with the fact that we We've got so much uh, negativity and and um, stuff going on in the world today that we need to be working and having these conversations. So thank you, Jock, for being here. Thank you guys for sharing that out. I appreciate you. So again, back to thinking about you know getting into a state of connectedness, a connected mm -hmm. with, with self, um, raising our vibration, raising our frequency. When I think about for me personally, and I was trying to come at this from a personal standpoint a little bit because mm -hmm. I'm learning about this, so I want to yeah. have a curious mind. Mm -hmm. What I think about in terms of my intuition, when I get in touch with my intuition, number one, I find when I journal, and I was just telling somebody this today, mm -hmm. not when I just start journaling, but after about 15 minutes of journaling, mm -hmm. I find that something takes over the conversation. And that mm -hmm. I believe is my intuition. I believe that's my soul talking to me versus my brain. So I think that journaling for me is a way to kickstart knowing and understanding my intuition. What are your thoughts on that? And what are some other things that people can do to start getting that connection, that creativity, that flow for them when they don't know what it is really that they haven't experienced yet? Well, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of tools that we can use to help to connect to ourselves because remember that our intuition is not something that's outside of there that we need to learn it's inside of us that we need to ignite right and so these tools like journaling like meditation like prayer these are tools that can help to ignite to be the catalyst into igniting the intu intuition but then we need to learn and discern the difference in our vibration and our feeling when we're doing it and also when you journal you know, yes, it can be your intuition taking over, but it can also be, you know, it can be a, a nice spirit on the other side that wants to, you have automatic writing that's been, you know, thousands of years that, that has come out. But uh, that's another show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the reality is, is that all of these tools are catalysts. And then eventually, as we start to grow, none of them become separate. You journal when you're looking at the flower. You journal when you're eating, you meditate when you're eating, you meditate when you're writing. You connect when you're writing, when you journal, when you see, when you when you enjoy, when you feel happiness. Everything is interconnected. So use the tools to find or to guide you to the point of interconnectedness in all things. So what would you, and I appreciate that. So what would you say to somebody right now that's saying that, they're having a challenge with being able to ignore the distortion that's in their brain and, and to find that connection. Well, the first thing, the easiest thing that, that when I teach things, when people are saying they're having a problem finding a connection or they're having a problem um, understanding their intuition or meditating or anything like that, then I'll say, well, let's just start from something simple. Let's just go back to the time when you were happiest most. Let's You tell me about that. And they will when they go back in their mind and they visualize and they see in their mind and they're going back in time and you see that they're thinking, then you go, no, you're doing it. And that's how they become connected because they start to look within. They look for the story within. And once they feel that happiness from the, the memory that's inside of them, that memory ignites the passion inside of them and the happiness and the joy. So at the end of the day, we don't tell them to just, 
or just go and just just try and be quiet for a moment or put music on and go through this meditation just think about the time just go quiet and think about the time that you are happiest most and you see them going there i've done it in workshops and you see them thinking and you go now you're connected mm. that is the beginning of it take them on the journey to their happiest memory and that's the catalyst for connection I love that. I love that. Thank you, Jock. Tara says, great starting point, connected yeah. to emotion, attached to the higher self. Absolutely. Um, the dot connector says, yes, how to connect with higher self guides more concretely. Now, let me just say, a lot of people that are speaking to guides are not actually speaking to guides because they, they, they fail to discern the reality of their guides. And 90% sure, of people that come and talk to me about their guides there is no connection, real connection in story. I would say anybody who's here who's looking to connect with the spirit guides or find out who the spirit guides are, you must have evidence and you must be able to discern that evidence because I have seen so many people come unstuck, even professional mediums, where they're thinking they're connected to guides and they're not. They're connected to something more nefarious or they start to get wrong information or they can't discern it. There's a difference between the higher self and the guide. There's a difference between your inner intuition. Your intuition will be able to guide you to the guides. And if you don't, if you're not connected to your intuition, anything can anything can connect to you. If you put the intention out there to connect, you don't know what you're connecting to. And so tell us about an experience where you were disconnected and became connected. Oh. Have I ever told you about the white butterfly? Um, have I told you? I've not told anybody else. I'm pretty sure you've told me. Have I? All right. So when I was a young developing, it's a young developing medium. Um, <laughs> I used to go to this forest and I'd meditate and I'd, I'd run around with the jo my, my dog and jog around with the dog. And I'd be this this log that I'd sit on and I'd let he can run around and I'd sit and I'd meditate. And I wanted to, to hear from my guides. And, and I was a bit annoyed that everybody else would have all these guides. And all these guides seemed to be uh, different names and famous people and God knows what else. And everybody. And, and at the end of the day, I would just go so pissed off with it. So I sat down and I said, right, this is it. I'm going to meditation. I want, if my guide is this, I want to see a white butterfly. And when I came out of the meditation, I want to open my eyes. And I want to see a white butterfly. And if I don't see a white butterfly, that's it. I'm I'm done. I'm no longer doing this. This is a load of crap. I'm not going to believe it anymore. And how old were you with this at this point? I was old enough to know the difference in not being stupid. Put it that way. I could drive. I'd already been in the army, and I was developing later in life. So think about that. Gotcha. Um, I was a I was an adult, so I wasn't a kid. So I'd left my car and everything else, and I went and I did my meditation. I was in the meditation probably about 35, 40 minutes, and I, I came out of the meditation, wow. opened my eyes with an expectation I was going to see this amazing white butterfly that was going to land right in my knee or my heart or my head or something. All I could see was frigging midges and, and dragonflies. And I was so pissed that I never got I was raging. I got the dog. <laughs> I went back and I jumped in my van. I was, run, <clears throat> I was running dojos at the time as well. I did some, so I, mean, I was teaching martial arts as well. So I, I had the, my van, I had my dog, put my dog in the back of the van. And I was going to, to meet up with Joe. I was driving down the roads 
down a highway and in scotland we have you know we have you know you guys don't have many of these but roundabouts where the cars go around right so i'm coming down the highway and all of a sudden this white butterfly comes and lands on the windscreen and connects right in front of my eyesight and stops on the windscreen i got so friggin scared and shocked then I missed the turn and I went over the roundabout and ended up in the wrong junction facing the wrong way. So no the way. It's <laughs> true. And I, I, I explained this story when my wife and I were doing a big theatre demonstration in mediumship and I, I, I was and everybody was in fits. I said, because the moral of the story is be careful what you ask for because you might not get it in the right way, <laughs> but you will be taught the lesson. I was taught the lesson that day. I learned then that what what I should ask for, I should be very careful about, and I should learn to discern the information. The next time when I connected with the guides was a completely different scenario, and I was out at the time. I was in a psychic circle, and I was in trance, and they actually came out and spoke and gave wow. evidence, gave them wow. names, dates, times, places, everything. And, and that was later on in my development. So um, I went from my beginning connection and with my my guide and the sign that i got to eventually develop in a relationship and here's the other thing guys that you will not develop a relationship with a spirit guide quickly it takes a very very long term time because you need to learn to discern and you need to learn to trust because if you just give everything too soon it's like giving a kid, the whole sweetie shop, when all they needed was one sweet. Dangerous. <laughs> Dangerous. You must be able to build trust because that guide could guide you wrong. And always remember, guides are not always right. Right? They're, they're developing and they're learning just like you are. There has to be a balance of trust, and that takes years, not weeks, and not certainly on a weekend freaking course. Mm-hmm. It takes a long time to develop, and then the connection is there. Now I work with my spirit team, and I, I, I deal with so many different things because over the years I've developed that trust and that bond. But I had my evidence many, many, many times. Wow. Well, I got, I got, I got, I got an idea for our next show. (laughs) I've got an idea for our next show. So guys, you're going to have to come back here and and check us out. We'll be back. But we got, we got, we got, we're out of time at this point. Renata says very true. Trust is huge. Yes. And Tara says discern and trust. Absolutely. Um, And Will says here, yes. So important to discern align, and then request. Uh, Will says the story is amazing. And the dot connector says, wow. Um, we got Charleston Gaines in the house. What's up, Charleston? Charleston. Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, thank you for being here. We got Katie saying, oh, wow, this is so powerful. I really needed to hear this tonight. I'm beyond grateful for this conversation. Thank you both. Yes, yes, yes. So final words, Mr. Jock Brokus, and where can people get a hold of you and continue the conversation? I put up there that your the name of the book is The Powers of the Sixth Sense. We'll put a link up there in just a little bit. But uh, final thoughts, words for to send people off from this conversation tonight. My final thoughts, realize that you're not who you think you are and learn to know who you are because in the knowing, 
you'll be guided. That's my final thought. That's your final thought. Damn. Wait, wait, wait. ladies and gentlemen, mic drop. For those of you guys who can't see, there's a microphone on the inside of my arm, and I'm like, mic drop. Yes, Jock Brokus. Where can people get a hold of you, my brother? Anybody can connect with me. I, I have two Instagram accounts, but if if you're talking on the spiritual uh, and uh, that side of things, it would be at spiritual medium. You'll get me on Instagram. You can ask any questions. Any questions that get sent to me, I normally then teach in videos that I put on my YouTube channel. You'll get all the connections and everything there. But if you want to ask me anything, that's where to get me. I'm very, very rarely on Facebook. Please be aware that I'm exceptionally busy. I may not get back to you straight away, but I promise I will get back to you. And the book is The Powers of the Sixth Sense. It was the very first one that I wrote. And then if you want anything more in-depth, more hard-hitting, more about the afterlife and intuition, and even at a deeper level, then Deadly Departed is the one that you want to go for. Boom. And everybody can get a hold of you for the, everybody listening at home. Jockbrokas.com. J-O-C-K-B-R-O-C-A-S. And Paranormal Daily News. Go check it out. That's the magazine. I forgot Paranormal Daily News. Absolutely. Jock, my brother, this has been an amazing, incredible, incredible conversation. I, um, I, I'm just so thankful to you. Everybody is thankful. Uh, Doc Connector says, thank you both. Tara says, amazing conversation, fellas. We need to do a marathon convo under the cosmos. Yes. Yeah, I might have to sit back and listen to that one. We we'll um, changed the water for wine. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, <laughs> Joe says he just ordered the book. And I think we have Angel here. I don't understand why it still comes up Facebook user, but interesting. Have a great evening, Christopher and Jock. Thank you, Angel, for being here. And uh, yes, I'm going to place you backstage, Jock, and I'm going to close out the show. Thank you, thank you. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the Ron and Scripted Show. We went a little bit over time this, this evening, but we started off talking about what has happened here in the world today and then dovetailed off of that into the conversation, obviously, about intuition. So I want to know from you guys who have been watching this live, and I know you guys are going to be watching on a replay. Let me know what it is that you gained from this conversation. Put in the comments what it is specifically your takeaway is from this conversation that you're going to apply. Because I want to see if there's some similarities in the things that Jock said that you guys are going to apply. Maybe we'll do a little follow-up show and see what it is that's happened since you've applied the things that Jock has recommended. Maybe we'll do a little spe special one-off Ron and Scripted show and we'll talk about that. We'll invite all you guys back here because this conversation is with you. This is not just me and Jock talking. This is all of us talking, using technology to be able to have this conversation. So again, that you guys can move forward from this, be a little bit more enlightened, be a little bit more confident, have a little bit more awareness about the things that you're saying to yourself. I was just talking to somebody earlier today about that. The power of the words and the language that we use on ourselves truly impacts, like Jock said, the vibrational frequency of where we're operating. So if you're talking negatively to, about yourself and you're thinking, I always do this and I never do this and I always suck at this and I never do this, blah, 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 all these different things, but yet you're trying to, to capture a little bit bigger piece of the a pie of called life, you know, you got to sit there and change what it is that you're focusing on, change that language, change those words that you're using. And most of all, change the people that you're hanging around with, because the five people you're hanging around the most should be supportive of the way that you're growing, not the way that you're staying. And so think about this every single day when you wake up, there's an opportunity for you to learn one more thing, to apply one more thing, to, to become a little bit more aware 
patient and understanding and empathetic about this thing we call life and this journey and always wanting to expect it to be smooth and, and easy is ridiculous because Jock talked about the yin and yang of the different things that we have going on in our lives. We need to be aware of that and we need to be conscious of what it is that we're putting out there and expecting to get different things back. So focus on where you're at, focus on your growth, focus on your self-love, go back and listen to this again and please share this out and let people know what it is that you gain from this because these are the conversations that we're having here on the Ron and Scripted Show. And for those of you guys watching, I'll put the link in here to subscribe to the podcast. I would appreciate that as well. But ultimately, go connect with Jock, buy his books, and come back here again next Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for the Ron and Scripted Show. I love you guys. I'll go back and I will engage with the comments a little bit later. Um, we just love you guys, Tara. You're amazing. Uh, she says, delivering as usual, Christopher. I love you, brother. I love you too. Tara also says here, words matter. They carry frequency. If we can speak kindly to plants, we can sure speak kindly to ourselves. Yes, yes, yes. And Joe says here, bam, bro, you just hit the nail on the head. I love you guys. I appreciate you so, so much. We'll see you here next Tuesday night, the Ron and Scripted Show. Go out there, be brilliant, and go love on yourself and go love on one another. Peace.